what I love about women is that we're so just resilient. I know they say black people are resilient, but it's a whole nother level when you're talking about women. And that's in all shades, all colors. But per, like more importantly, my sisters, we are a resilient bunch of women. And things that we make happen, things that we may have gone through, I'm going to tell you this, you may not ever see it because we wear it. We wear our crowns. So, man, we wear our crowns. And we just keep it going in life with a smile on our face and being extra pretty while we're doing it. And with that being said, someone who's keeping it pretty, positive, pretty spectacular, and just pretty all over the place is my sister on the line with me, Miss Desiree Clay. How are you, sister? Transformational coach on the line. <laughs> hello, hello, pretty girl. How are you? I'm well. Thanks for asking. Listen, you see, I, I brought all the pretty out for you. You know I did. I saw that pretty girl. I saw that pretty. I'm like, yes, come through, pretty girl. Yes. You know how we got to do. So, okay, so Desiree, you're a transformational coach, and you, my sister, I read just your, your testimony. Everybody has a testimony about how they gotten to where they are. But let's do first things first. We gotta, I'm, I'm giving you your pink tea roses. I'm giving you all of those right now. So if okay, okay. Any, I appreciate anybody that. knows, they know what that is if you... uh Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, service to all mankind and sisters that are doing uh-huh. their thing. <laughs> but uh-huh, I want to uh-huh. shout out my soror on the line with me tonight, which I did not know. I did not know. Yes, until... <laughs> You, I read the bio and I'm just like, oh Lord, like in the midst of me doing so many things, I was just, and, and this is just goes to show that I don't pick my guests just like off of, okay, let me be, find me an AK. No, I was just in, intrigued by your story. I really was. Then I found out wow. you was my soror. So. That just make it better, right? That yeah. just makes everything better. And, and, and Desiree, <laughs> let me tell you, when I looked at your picture, the first thing I said, that's a pretty picture. She's so pretty. That's what I said. Oh, oh, oh well, thank you, soror. Well, pretty nose, pretty don't. Yeah, honey, come on now. Pretty nose, pretty, and pretty keeps it going. So what I want to ask you, Desiree, life wasn't always pretty for you, though, right? Oh, no, ma'am. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> Take us back, Desiree. Um, you're born and raised here, right, in Chicago? Yes, I am a south side of Chicago, girl. Let me get it. Let me get, make sure everybody understands where I'm from because yes. you know, some people like to claim Chicago. Come on now. But they didn't have the right zip code. So let me that tell you where I was born and raised. Mm-hmm. 5804 South Walcott, Chicago, Illinois, 60636. But come on, Inglewood. <laughs> come on, Inglewood. Inglewood, don't be misunderstood about Inglewood over yeah, there, baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just to be clear. So, yeah, that's where I'm from. Born and raised in Chicago, south side Inglewood, girl. That's right. Yep. You better quit playing with me, girl, with that zip code. Inglewood, baby. <laughs> you better let them know. <laughs> Where'd you go to high school? I went to Dunbar. Oh, wow. So you're a mighty woman. Okay. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. Mighty woman. My mother's a mighty woman. She'll love to hear that. So you blew. Oh, wow. Miss Blue and No, I, she, yes. she, yeah, I, I, I didn't go to Dunbar. My years is a little bit different, but I didn't go there. So I love Dunbar. Okay. And everything is representing a uh, great alum, Jennifer Hudson. So... Yes, a couple, yes. a couple other people I know went to Dunbar. My girl Sandy Robinson doing great things with Shy Gives Back, so shout out to her. But Dunbar, so take us back, um, Desiree. You being a teenager growing up in Inglewood, you know, let, let me know kind of what life was like for you at home. Because a lot of people, you're a transformational coach now, but like I said, life wasn't always pretty. Life wasn't always sweet. Break it down. Yeah, so it's always interesting where I start from. So I'll pick up where you started, which is at Dunbar High School years. Um, mm-hmm. You know, life to me was really in the in the moment. I thought life was regular. I was no different than anybody else. Yeah. Um, I grew up, you know, Inglewood, and so my house and the house next door was no different. You know, everybody had their own set of challenges, like you said, and, you know, that was our normal for us, mm-hmm. right? You know, so everything that we saw, it was nothing unusual about it, except, you know, one day, 
I just decided I had to have better. Like I wanted, I wanted better more than I wanted to breathe. Mm. And it became almost suffocating just being in Inglewood. It was like I found myself falling into all of the traps that I saw all around me that I never would see myself in prior to falling into the trap myself. You know, people like to say, oh, I never do that until yeah. they find themselves doing it. Mm-hmm. So, Desiree, let me go back. So, your childhood was pretty decent. Well, you know, because, again, my grandmother still lives. She lives in Inglewood, West Inglewood, like on her yeah. match. But, so your childhood was pretty decent. Y'all middle class, you know. Y'all, yeah. y'all mm-hmm. all right. But you saw better in, in certain yeah. things, well, like, like, like luxury stuff. You wanted that lifestyle, that type of thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, like, if I could take you back, I'm going to go back before. So my earliest memory of childhood was, you know, kindergarten, five years old, I was molested, right? Mm. Okay. And so then I, I go ahead and I transition from, you know, blocking that out of my memory, really, because I didn't know, like, I didn't grow up in a household where we talked about, you know, sexual violence or any violence, really, because it was, you know, the violence was around us, so we didn't really... You know, I was raised in a house with my grandmother, mm-hmm. my biological mother, and my siblings. And so I was the baby girl. And so, you know, after watching my grandmother work her entire life off in Nestle, and, you know, my biological mom worked two or three jobs, you know, it was just like, it was never enough for me. Mm. And so I didn't really know how I was going to get out of the situations I was in, meaning um, the environmental things, because I, I didn't see anybody else get out. I never saw anyone get out. Out until of, out I of yeah. yeah, out of England, everyone stayed. Like, everybody's papa was there, their demons was there. Yeah. Like, no one left. And I was just like, why do we have to stay here? Mm. Um, and so my childhood friend, my then best friend, I would go visit them, and they lived, um, you know, off, off the boulevard as well, a little bit further east. But um, I would go and visit them, and they traveled, and they, they seemed to have everything together. And I wanted that life. I was like, why is it that they seem to have everything going on? Like, they had color-coded towels and things <laughs> like that. You know, Come on, so I was girl, like, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, I just want some basic stuff. Like, you know, I don't need to have a Roy's voice or anything, but that's great. I'll take it. But that's not even what I was trying to do. I just wanted <laughs> to change my environment. I wanted better. And so I used my education as the way to get out. I started looking towards my teachers. And that's how I started figuring out, like, oh, they, they come into the community to teach and then they leave. Mm-hmm. I need to do what they do. Okay. Okay. I, and that's understandable. Like, girl, I'm, I'm still laughing at them color-coded towels. Because that's one thing yeah, I'll play around with in my house. You got to have the color-coaded towels now. I guess that's what I'm saying. Like, I just want color-coded That's all you wanted. A slice of the pie. Mm-hmm. A slice of the little, you know, terry cloth towel. That's all you wanted. It's a slice <laughs> of the towel. Anyway, girl, let me. So, with that said, um, what did you start turning to? What was your way? What was it you say, I'm going to get me a job or, you know, try to work? Oh, so what I started doing was, <laughs> let me tell you. Yeah. So I'm just going to go ahead and preface this statement with a definition, right? Okay. So the word prostitution is defined as, you know, doing sexual favors mm-hmm. or the, the promise of a sexual favor in exchange for something of value, right? So that can be money, cars. Okay, let me break it down for you. So what I started doing was I essentially started living a double life. Mm. So in order for you to understand the context of everything, um, and I talk about this in my book, is that I was raised in a house, again, with my grandmother, my biological mother, and my siblings. However, I met a teacher, a lady who came into my life around seventh grade, who I now refer to as mom, right? So she was the one teacher who went above and beyond what other teachers were doing. I had done for me. I've always had teachers and, you know, coaches look out for me. Um, And so what ended up happening was around high school, um, I just got tired of, like, not having stuff. So uh-huh. I started dating some of the local dope boys. If they're listening, they know who they are. They had no business even fooling with me. I was a kid. 
you know, but I, I figured out I learned the game. So essentially I began to, to prostitute myself. Like they would, you know, give me uh, um, school fee money and I would just make a promise. Like, and it wasn't, I wasn't dating the boys on the block. Let me be clear, you know. So yeah, girl, I know. Like, I, I, yeah, we're going to just keep it transparent on here tonight. It's okay. Yeah, I, that's just my truth. It wasn't, I wasn't on the block boy because he didn't have enough. Have and he wasn't enough. Yeah, enough. yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's what I started doing, and nobody nobody knew, and that, that's just what ended up happening. And so that's when my life started to kind of slip out of my hands because I didn't even recognize myself. It was like, what are you doing? Yeah. So that's when my life really started to, um, I found myself in high school, I ended up having an abortion. Um, what year did you because, come out of Dunbar? Do you mind sharing that? Yeah, no, no problem. What year was that? 90, I went to Grambling in 2001, so 2001. Okay, so you and I, we were the same age group. Okay, okay. So like yeah. the, the 90s dating, so you were about, uh, you're 36, 37? I'm 37. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, yep. okay. So yeah, Um. but at least you still went to college though. At least you Yeah, still- but that's, the- yeah, my education is what got me out. So after yeah. I started, so I met my mom in seventh grade. Okay. And she basically started grooming me like, okay, this is what you need to do. Um, and she, she knew what my ambitions, ambitions were, and she knew kind of into my family dynamic. And the closer we got, the more she realized, like, okay, I got to help her. So she started, you know, begin, be, becoming relentless and even sacrificing herself and, you know, things like that, her own family situation uh-huh. to help me out. So, so you know, I did make it out. When, when you say the lady that became like a mother to you, she was basically mm-hmm. trying to, it, it, kind of like an angel for you, if you will, because you were slipping into So when you were dating these guys, where was she at in your life? So I heard y'all, I was listening to the, of course I was tuning in before I got on one. So yes. I heard y'all talking about those good suburbs. That's where she lives. <laughs> okay. She lives in the suburbs. So she, I didn't never, I never moved in with her, but she made sure I was good. She was always, uh, she was my cheer coach um, in elementary and high school. Mm-hmm. And so um, she just always checked on me and saw about me to the point where, you know, my bus fare came from her. Um, you know, Christmas was with her. Holidays were with her. How did you um, have the you know, boys How you had the boys from her? You know what? I really, you know, have some parts of your mind like you block stuff out. Yeah. Because when I think, when the more I tell the story now, the more I'm like, what the, where were people, where were people that I was able to do this? So it was like, so after cheer practice, I had all this spare time. So I would hook up with them. They would meet me, you know what I'm saying, at the school or they'd meet me at the bus stop and I wouldn't go straight to the crib. Things like that. So, for weekends, things, and they didn't require a lot of time because, you know, I'm sure I wasn't the only one on their team. That was the beauty of Not the only one on their team. So let's let people know. I'm talking to Desiree Clay. She is a transformational coach, giving us a a look back into your life, basically living a double life as a student in high school. But you were also getting money from where we call them the the D-boys for, we don't want to, we're going to say the word prostitution, if you will. Yeah, that's what, watch this. Let me me just, I want to, I love to talk about this whole piece because, I know that I'm not the only one who knows someone I'm who sure. says, girl, yeah, he going to pay my rent. Yeah. Girl, he going to buy my hair did, my nails did. He going to pay my kids this. That's prostitution. If you're with a man intimately in hopes to get something in return, you're prostituting yourself. Come on, Desiree. So if Keep we it just real. be frank and just call a thing a thing, like, stop. You know, people look at me in past just like, oh, my God, you were a prostitute. No, I wouldn't walk in the street, but I'm just as bad. Baby. I'm not doing anything any less than what they did. I just, what, I was a classier one? Like, I mean, come on. We were doing the same thing. I just was doing a little bit more in a discreet way. And, you know, I had picks and chooses, whereas their life took them to a different journey. So it's no judgment for me. 
But I just I just absolutely despise when people start when you use words like prostitution and things like that and they're like, Oh boy. Yeah, you do it too. You do it too. You've done it or you know someone. Or Desiree, see, but the thing I love about this is and I, I love how you said people pass judgment on you for doing that. What's so different about what you was doing and getting that bag versus the female that's hopping around in beds with different guys and getting the thing? You know what I'm saying? So, I'm just saying. I had a goal of mine. I'm just saying I had, had a goal. A goal. I was just trying to get out of school. <laughs> I ain't try- I was trying to pay Dunbar they fees. I ain't saying nothing. I'm trying to pay school fees. Really? You were just trying to pay a fees. But at the same time, <laughs> you know, you were, and it's I could understand that because, again, being in high school, were you searching for a love that you feel like you didn't have from at home? So, you know what? When I think about it now with my education, my, my, my background is my bachelor's is in education, my master's is in counseling, and, of course, now I'm a transformation coach. And so now with all the education I have, I now know that, you know, when you have childhood trauma, mm-hmm. you end up going one way or the other. You know, you end up being this opposite, total introvert type of person, or you go probably extreme. And for me, I was somewhere in the middle um, because my elder sisters, I watched them like, you know, they were uh, teen moms and things like that. And I was like, I can't do this. They're, they're like struggling. They could barely finish high school themselves. Um, and so for me, it was like all of this could be preventable, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, what I found was that g- growing up in a home where there was no father figure um, or the figure there was not one that was viable, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, it's like I think that, yes, in some ways I never – let me. I, I grew up when people were telling me I was pretty for a dark thing. Oh, I love that. I so got that, that a lot too, girl. I did growing up. Yeah. And we can rate a seat. Yeah. We're going to actually – um, we're going to talk to you on the other side, but we're going to give Facebook Live a chance to see you because we got a lot of Facebook Live viewers who are loving your story and what you're talking about right now. So I'm loving that we're going to get a chance to, to see you because you beautiful for – that's right. That's what you're beautiful for. And I wish a lot of I appreciate honey. Yes. But see this. And, and I and I love how, like I said, God does with, with my shows, um, because tonight we're going to have a, a great not for profit on here for young black girls in Chicago. And here you talking about growing awesome. up, girl. Yes. Being a black girl in Chicago and this city, this city will make or break you. Chicago will make a break. Yes, it will. Baby, down yes, to the, the weather. If you can't withstand no weather, don't come through here. <laughs> and it ain't here. It's here. Look. A storm, uh, a, a physical, actual storm or a mental, emotional storm. If you can't stand it, you're in Chicago, ain't for you. <laughs> Come on, sis. So what was, um, okay, so now we are, you doing what you're doing. You in high school. You getting these, you got the D-boys. Buying your yeah, yeah, yeah. I got them in my pocket. Got a few some, of them. Right. Yeah. How many purses you get? You know, shoes and purses, but you was getting bills paid, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, so you had this from your family, but how did, you didn't even, how did you feel? I felt, I felt. Like, honestly. Let me tell you, I felt low, like, and that was the thing. So when I think about this now, the thing was I wasn't even being sexually involved with all of them. It was just a promise of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? The luring, the attention, I will fall back. You know what I'm saying? So I, I learned how to play the game real good uh, because one of the one of the D-boys, like, he actually was looking out for me, if you will. It was like, look, man, what you need? You ain't got to, you, look, I already know who you where you come from. This ain't even you. You're not even cut from this off what you out here doing. And it wasn't like I went out seeking them out. They just came at me. You know what I'm saying? They came at me. Yeah. And so it was like, oh, let me carpe diem, you know, seize the opportunity, that kind of thing. But I never felt good about it. It never felt mm-hmm. good. It never felt right. Hence the reason why I hate if something feels good and it's right, you don't have to hide it. Come on. But we hide things that are not good and we hide things that we're ashamed of and things that you know you shouldn't do it. You hide them. And so that's what I did. I hid it. And I hid it very well. But it ate me up on the inside. 
But see, because see, what we see is the outside stuff. And this is a conversation. And Desiree, I'm so glad. Is it, It's Desiree, right? But it's just spelled. I love how it's spelled. Uh, that's okay. It's Desiree. That's okay. Oh, too. girl. Well, come on. Sis, correct. <laughs> correct your sister. Desiree. Desiree. Girl, come on. Give me Yeah, Desiree. That's okay. That's okay. okay. That's okay. Okay, sis, we got it. So, Desiree, doing this, because what happens is um, I had a conversation with a male friend this past weekend about women who say that they could just have sex and not get attached. I think that's one of the biggest lies ever. I do. I do. And maybe it's just me saying that. What do you think about mm-hmm. that? Because there is an attachment. It's a soul tie. There is an attachment. Yeah. It is a soul tie. And let me tell you, there there are a lot of things that I had to undo. Um, And so... You're talking about now I'm married. I'm happily married. Yeah. And, you know, I, well, I'm married, divorced, and remarried. I, we didn't even get to college yet. You know what I'm yeah, saying? We didn't we even get to college, college yet. Right. We got to go. Girl, I know we about the college. college yet. I know. <laughs> Shoot. But, yeah, I'm, I'm married, divorced, and remarried. But it was a lot of things, a lot of issues I had. Like, you're talking about bag lady. Like, that was me. But the thing was, because I present so well, you would know it. But. Hmm. I just thank God that I had enough discernment and that he, he give, gave me the ability to want more. And uh, that's the thing. I always wanted more. Like, I, I'm never a person that settles. Okay. And so, you know, I like to say that I have a grit that don't quit. Like, I knew that that was not the end all be all. And I knew that I was broken. And so I started to try to figure out how can I get over this stuff and heal from these things. And so when I got to Grambling, um, again, you know, if you're taking an education course at all or in, in school, they make you take all of the psychology courses. Mm-hmm, well, in mm-hmm. education, is that much more. Then I got my master's in counseling is that much more. So I, I had no choice but to see myself. Like, there's no way that I can be in this field and not be able to see myself and be transparent and honest with myself if I'm saying I'm going to help other people. Yeah, because you got to so do that. that journey. Because what's going to yeah. happen, God going to show, he going to show up and tell that truth for you if you don't tell it. He going to make sure. Oh, yeah. Honey, please. And shout out to David Clay, your husband. For, for shouting you out yes. on uh, Facebook Live. You can, I like the way you said that. Yes. Hey, Blue, hey, Blue, hey, yes, yeah, yeah, honey. Yeah. David letting folks know, baby. Letting them know, David. Come through here on the comments. He but, always do. Let me tell you, that's my biggest cheerleader. Every cheerleader needs a cheerleader. Come and on. that's mine. Let me tell you. Black love, baby. You. Black love. You better <laughs> not play with it out here. So, you felt because what I wanted, I asked you how you felt because what happens is when we're in those moments sometimes, um, Desiree is we feel mm-hmm. we feel good for the moment when we get that Louis when we get that um, Prada when we get that those Louboutins when we get that stuff we feel oh, good in the it. moment. But, but think about it. This high school mindset. Yeah. Okay. Yep. This high school mindset. So I wouldn't even get Louboutins and, and Gucci and all that. I was getting Timbo's and Air oh, Force yeah. Ones. Like because that's what you we're see what I'm saying. Like yeah. Guess guess outfit like. And my tuition man paid and money in my pocket and being able to floss and get picked up at the bus stop instead of getting on the bus, I'm getting in the car. Mm-hmm. Like, that kind of thing. Like, saying that I, I got an older guy. Like, that's what I was getting. And so, when I got the gift, it did feel good. But when it was time for me to pay the piper, it was like, mm. Wow. Paying the price mentally. Yeah, no, I'm good. Mentally and physically, you paid that price. Yeah. Yep. Being chipped away and um, you, you graduate from Dunbar. Yes, I graduated by the skin of my teeth. Wow. Okay. Shout out to CPS, though. Shout out to CPS. uh, Shout out to CPS. Now, you are doing all this, but you just still basically living a double life. And you said you met the the one guy who told you you shouldn't be doing this. How did you feel? Were you defensive when he told you that? Or what went through your head? No, 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 no. I wasn't defensive at all. As a matter of fact, he was a friend of um, my elder sisters. And so he was like, man, you know, you out of control or whatever. So it was really because of him that I kind of pulled back because he was just like, 
Look, I don't know what you what you out here doing. Right. You know how many people you got. Look, let me just let me know what you need, and I got you. No strings attached. Literally, wow. and that's what happened. Wow. Okay. So yep. so so with that being said, now we getting ready to graduate. Now we graduate. Getting ready to graduate. Do you still do you still talk to him? The guy, no, we're Facebook friends. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. So, yeah, well, yeah. hey, okay. Mm-hmm. Keep yeah. it legit. Yeah, Keep it cool. real. And yeah, um, yeah, yeah. we got people on Facebook Live, and this is something. I, that's why I brought up Soul Ties because, again, mm-hmm. I've, I've met many women, and the guy, he agreed with me because I, I'm i speaking, and I want Desiree, give me your, like, honest opinion because we talking tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like with yeah, the, we talking. With the women who out here saying that they could just mess around with men. And they no, that ain't true. It ain't true. That ain't true. That's why, that's why they be want to flat their tires. They blowing up their phone. They looking at their stories. They yes. texting their girl talking about, girl, what should I say? You I ain't heard from him in a week. That's okay. I'm going to get his AZZ, all that. If it was no soul tie, no connection, you would be able to hit and quit. But you can't. You can't. There's no way. You're gonna As a woman, you're going to go back. Even as a man, you're going to go back. But if you ask me about a woman's perspective, you're going to go back. You have given a part of yourself to this person, okay? Even if you think about it, that's why it's so hard even for women that are a part of or victim wow. of sexual violence, it gets deeper than that. That's why they can't shake it. They have, whether it was given or taken, a part of you is gone. This is real conversation right here from a lady who's lived it, and I'm going to keep it real. I'm not uh, ashamed to talk about just certain things. You want to go crazy on people sometimes because up oh, soul ties, and um, we have a Facebook Live viewers. Clory says, I think some soul ties are stronger than others. Some women can operate as men towards certain men, I guess, but I don't fully agree with the last part. I, I don't I don't fully agree with that last part. We say we can, but Desiree, at the end of the day, no, nah, that's why we said, like, you hit the nail on the head with that in that text. What should I say, girl? What you should say is bye, because if he ain't called you in a week, he, he don't, seriously, he don't like you. Yeah, no, seriously, seriously. Men know what they want. Truth. They know what they want, and they know what they don't they want and what they're going to play with. Period. Yep. And, and, it, and it, they, they know from the beginning of it. Let me tell you, when I when when I met my husband, <laughs> mm-hmm. when I met my husband, he um it, it's, it's, I know it sounds like a fake story, but it's not. He played football and I was a cheerleader at Grambling. I had cheered at Dunbar and so I cheered at my elementary school. Was a, First of all, shout out yeah. to HBCU. I'm a proud product of HBCU, HBCU as well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, so you got yeah. you a Grambling guy. Love this. Let's, let's, yes. Oh, gee, man. Yes. So when we went, when we went away to college at Grambling, what was the mindset then? Were you just like coming there to just live and 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 do your thing? Oh no, I was focused. Let me tell you, I I thought I had made it. I thought that I had escaped everything that I had done. I was like, yes, you did it, girl. I can't believe you pulled this off. Um, you made it. Uh-huh. But what I didn't realize is that I was taking me with me. Come on. And so when I got to Grambling, I met myself. Desiree, let because me say I this. No longer. <laughs> let me say this because I hear so many people. Uh, since, and I'm I'm loving this story because we, me and you, this ain't nothing but a divine connection to God. I always to people, I want to move. I want to move to uh, Atlanta. I want to go here. I want to. You still mm-hmm. taking you with you? You gonna take yourself? You taking you with you? You Come the on. problem? Come on. In college, honey, and you went. I didn't go to college till I was twenty. You went at that eighteen, and okay. what was what was happening? More freedom. Yeah. But you know what? I felt so terrible about the decisions I had made already that nobody, because mind you, nope. Okay. Let me give you some more context, Sam. Sis, nobody found out about all this double life stuff until I published my book in 2015. Okay. So I have literally been married, divorced, remarried, all this. And then I dropped this book and people are like, who is this chick? Family members like, whose story is this? I'm like, it's mine. Like, 
you know, I didn't tell your business. I, I, I mentioned you because you were a, a, an important person in my story. I didn't tell your story. I didn't get into your business or anything like that. You were mentioned because you were important to the storyline. But that's just what it is. Like, so no one knew. So when I got to Grambling, I literally thought I was starting over. It was a fresh start. Like, right. in my mind, I had peace. And then I met myself because what ended up happening is um, everything was all good. Mm-hmm. Mind you, I'd have made it through high school. I'd have had an abortion. I'd have got rid of the dope boys. Now the D-boys, except one of them followed me actually down to no, school my freshman year. Girl, I had, yes, he did. I had that yes, happen. Yes, Desiree, we just need to talk offline, me and you. I had, yes, yeah, he did. I, I, okay. So, so, he popped up at the yard at the football game, girl. No, and my homegirl texted me like, yes, he did. Your boyfriend. And I was like, what boyfriend? Because I, I thought I left him. He didn't came down the like, Yes, he did. Uh-huh. Talking about he want to enroll. Oh, am I telling a good story? <laughs> All right, let me say. Okay, so, so my question is, um, you met David after your divorce, or were hey, you not hadn't you not gotten married yet? Because you were a freshman when you. Met I hadn't gotten married. I was a freshman. I was eighteen years old. Okay. Um, and David is had a new now. Okay. Yes. Yes. And um, his the, the person who introduced us was like his play sister. They grew up together um down here down south or whatever um. And in Louisiana, and um, she was like my big sister. She was the captain of the cheer team, and so she kind of took me in. Look at that full and, circle um, cheer team. Full yeah, circle. Uh-huh. yep. So I'm I'm going to meet her because we get ready to go get something to eat, and she's standing at this truck. Now, mind you, I'm like I'm not even trying to be about that life that I was about at home. So I don't want no. I'm not interested in no Negroes, none of that. I'm good. Like so, she has some guy truck. I'm like I ain't going. I ain't even for it. Like I'm not even about that life no more. I'm good. And so she's like, oh, do you know my brother? And I'm thinking like, well, I mean, I know your other two brothers, but I don't know this brother. I didn't know you had a brother with the gram. She's like, oh, this is my play brother. So she introduces us. And because he is who he is, my husband, you know, at the time was very, honey, arrogant, if you will. Huh? I know he's listening, honey. Cocky, killing himself. And he had the right to, but until he met me, he's like, um, you don't know who I am? That's what he's saying. Where are you from? Where David yeah. from, girl? Where are you from? He's from, from Mansfield, Louisiana, girl. Look. It's it's the your radio station. Southern gentleman, <laughs> he had to hit the Chicago lady with, you don't know who I am. Did he hit you with that? He gave you the Billy D down south, Billy D. Yes, he did. He did. He's sitting out on the side of his truck. <laughs> outside, you don't know who I am. I said, no, I don't. You don't know who I am. Do you know who I am? Oh, gosh. Okay. And <laughs> so, you know, we had that little war. He tells me his, I'm like, man, he's like, I play football. I said, okay, I'm a cheerleader. So what are you saying? He tells me his number. I said, oh, okay, yeah, I know who you are now. Uh-huh. That's the story. That's how we met. So you met him then, not knowing. And Mansfield, Louisiana is representing on Facebook Live tonight. So they get, y'all getting ready oh, to chance. Lord. Girl, Mansfield is on here. David oh, is on here. Lord. Yes, they are on here laughing out loud. But no, okay, so y'all met back then. You weren't really paying attention to him. You like this arrogant, whatever. He played football. It is what it is. Okay. You ain't paying he attention to him. He says, Megan, I was really not interested. Oh, mm-hmm. not, come on, you know the cues love the, the sorority. You know that. I know they do, but I, I wasn't interested. I'm like, go ahead on now. I don't, I don't want no problem. I'm straight. I've been there, done that. <laughs> okay, so we're dating now. I mean, not, you're, you're you're still dating different guys. You meet. When did you meet your husband? Not not David. Was, husband number one. My oh, husband number yeah, one. Yeah, we got okay, we got to talk see. about this because you didn't date. Yeah. You wasn't interested in David. I wasn't, and I wasn't interested in my first husband. And if he listens, he's gonna be like, here she go with this story. But it's the truth. He was. Be stalking me, like lightweight stalking me outside the dorm. He would be at cheer practice outside the dorm. I'm like, what is this guy? So his brother ends up telling me, like, my brother feeling you, and I'm like, I'm good. So eventually, I give in. I met him when I was a freshman as well. We were we're the same age. We came in together, okay. and so we 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 didn't date right away, but eventually we hook up, and um, I find out that I'm pregnant. Okay, that that's the real fast forward version. Sis. That's the real fast forward version. <laughs> 
Um, and so now I'm like, now we had plans to be together. Like, you know how that is. You know, when we leave Grandland, we're going to be together. We, you know, you know how that go. Right. But then it got real, real when I was, when I found out I was pregnant and I'm like, okay, but he was, he was excited. Meanwhile, I'm, you know, on the cheer team, um, about to be Miss Senior the com- upcoming year. Uh, you know, I'm on the step team, and I'm like, what are you so happy about? And literally, I had um, a war within myself because I had, like, the, the good devil, I mean, like, the good person, bad person on my shoulders. Right. And it's like, do what you did before, just had an abortion, you know, mm. press the easy button. And meanwhile, I'm like, man, I got all this. And it was during that moment that I really, I saw myself, and that's when I started to grow up. And, I, you know, I had my baby. She's 15 now. This is what your first just finished your first with husband. driver's ed. Your first my first husband. We did get married. We okay. got married. So I was six months pregnant, I believe. Um, my parents and family flew us to Chicago. We got married at my grandfather's church. Okay. Um, and yeah, we were good. It was all good until it wasn't. Mm. So we were divorced probably before, before she was two, mm-hmm. we were divorced already. Wow. So basically it, it was, like you said, it was just not, it wasn't it, you know, basically kind yeah, of no, it, getting married for your baby. Yeah. So. yeah, essentially. And that's what, you know, when, when he and I, the last time we ever talked about this, which is, Probably not. Probably before while we were on divorce papers to be signed is the last time we just really talked about it. Um, it's funny when me and my, my now husband, when DJ and I talked, he's like, do you think that y'all would have made it if y'all weren't so young? Mm-hmm. And pro- probably so, because I just think that he just wanted to, He was, we were in college still, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, so him cheating was not like, unco- I mean, like he's a kid, like we were kids, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't, I forgive him for that because I just think that neither one of us were just really ready for what we had the responsibility we had to take on. And though I feel like my sacrifice was so much greater, obviously I'm a woman bearing a child mm-hmm. and giving up my body and everything else that I had built out. Um, you know, ain't no hard feeling. It is what it is. I love my baby girl. So, it, it, you know, everything happens for a reason. Well, Desiree, um, everything does happen for a reason. And, and this is a reason I tell people to follow us on social media because you get some great behind the scenes looks and some extra up and up close and personal things with my guests. So Facebook live is going to get some extra information about you tonight you got to be on social media with us, though. And so what I want you to talk about before we go, I want you mm-hmm. to talk about your event coming up and how people can register. And then we're going to go to the other side and talk about the adult version of you and what led you to the current love of your life and the more loving of yourself. Talk about your um, upcoming, your Think Big, Star Small, your online course and how people can register. The last things you want to say. All right, guys. So, so, so look, the thing is this. In everything you do, what I, what I started to realize in my life was that I was trying to, you know, eat an elephant, so to speak. You just can't do it. Yeah. So it's okay to think big, but you have to start small. You have to do these small things every day consistently. It's the compounded things that we do every day that makes a big difference. And so my Think Big Start Small course is just all about that. It's not only helping you set goals and achieve them, but it's also helping you to shift your mindset and break the change cycle that most of us find ourselves. And we don't know it's a change cycle, mm-hmm. but that's really what it is. You find yourself doing the same thing year after year after year. You feel like you can't get to the next point. Think Big Start Small is designed for you. If you are sick and tired of being sick and tired, you know, if you're ready to get off your butt, that's your B-U-T, meaning your excuses, all the self-sabotaging behavior. Mm-hmm. You know, if you are just frustrated and tired, you feel stuck and you don't know what to do, um, then Think Big Start Small is for you. It's a, a self-paced, on-demand online course. The introductory rate is, what, 99 bucks, so it's less than $100. And you have access to it for the lifetime of the course. You have access to me through, through Facebook as well when you, when, I join, when you join the group. And so um, you can register on my website, DesireeClay.com, or you can simply go to I'm ready to transform.com because, you know, I'm from the South Side. My name is spelled a little different. 
D-I-S-E-R-E-E, one I, three E's. But if you can't remember that, then like I said, just go to I'mReadyToTransform.com. Um, and I also have, of course, my book, Beautiful Like a Flower, which yes. is available on my website at replay.com, a story of trial and triumph. I talk about all this stuff and more in the book. And I also just recently launched my um, Think Big, Start Small goal-setting workbook, which is available mm-hmm. on the website as well. It's about 27 bucks. So if you're not ready to commit to an online so course, but you're still ready to, yeah, you need to set some goals and actually achieve them. Like, you know, we set goals all the time, but are you achieving them? No, That's we're what not, I'm girl. all about. I want you to, no, you're not. You're just writing it down. Yeah. So I want you to go beyond writing down a goal. I want you to yes. ace your plan. I want you to assess where you are, create a plan, and then execute. I teach you how to do all that in the workbook and in the course. So that's how you get it. DesireeClay.com. I love it. And like you said, get off your butt. That is your B-U-T, yeah. not your physical behind. Yeah. Get off that too, yeah. y'all out here playing around. You need around. to get off that too. You need to get off that too. Yes, get off your butt yeah. and quit playing around. And this is so amazing. Yeah. I love this. And so it's 99 bucks for the entire course, but the workbook is $27. Yeah, workbook, 27 bucks. Come on now. Y'all spend that on uh, Harold's Chicken. Stop playing. Girl, come on, for just two meals. But they want to get the mystic on the side too. So they got to <laughs> So that's about 30. So Des- Desiree-, Desiree Clay is, Des- I said it right, right? Desiree Clay. Yeah, it's is Desiree. Yeah. D- D-I-S-E-R-E-E Clay, just like Clay.com. Check her out right now. The yeah. book is um, the Beautiful Like a Flower. Love it. Oh, I love it. So yes. y'all can support yes. this sister right now. And again, this is why I tell you to follow us on social media. We're going to take a quick break, y'all. My girl Desiree Clay on the line with me. Y'all, tell your truth. Speak your truth and be your truth. Anything tell else? the truth. Yeah, tell the truth. Just stop it. Tell the truth, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> just tell the truth. Bottom line, that's just what he said. Anything else you want to say to some sisters out here that, or women, just just women, period, sisters, I always say, that's out here just trying to find themselves. Listen, you need to find yourself. Sometimes you need somebody to hold the mirror up for you, and that's where I come in. That's when you need a transformation coach. If there's a gap between where you are and where you want to be, then you might need some help. That's where Transformation Coach comes into play. Sometimes it's hard for you to do stuff yourself. You need an accountability partner. That's what I'm here for. And if guess what? If I'm not the person for you, that's okay. Find you your person. Find someone. You don't have to settle. You don't have to do what you're doing. There is a way out. You can do it. Yes, there's going to be work. It's going to be hard work. It's going to take commitment and dedication. But guess what? If I did it, and I'm from the south side of Chicago, 58th and Walcott, I used to live on honorary before that, then I know, guess what? You can do it, too. You're no different than what I am. The only thing that separates me from you is I made a decision to actually act. Come and on. that's what you're missing out on. You're not acting. I need you to get to acting. You better act. Execute. Ex- put action and execution. And don't say you're from Chicago if you're not. All right, y'all. That's what we're going to do. We're going to take it to the other side. My girl, Desiree Clay. Ski Week Soror. We're going to set it off as we get out of here. Yes. Ski Week to you too, Soror. Much love to you. We're going to check you out on the other side. Desiree Clay, Miss Dez. Tell the truth. All right, y'all. Tell the truth. <laughs> All right, Desiree. Hold on for us. You are okay. listening to the Talk of Chicago, 1690 WVON. Hey, you better set it off. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, that's all I'm getting. I don't know. I can't do it that much all the time. Let me throw her. All right, y'all. We're going to go to the commercial break. We be having fun. Yeah, there you go. Thank you, sir. You got to come back home and hang out in here with us at the studio. Yes, yes, I have to. Stroll out through the studio. Before oh, yeah, go don't to, get me excited. You ready to go? Oh, set it out. Oh, all right, y'all. We're going to take oh. a quick break. There we go. She probably strolling in the, on the couch. All right, y'all. Damn, we gonna... my aunt, my aunt, my aunt. <laughs> That's our AKs to y'all. All right, y'all. Talk of Chicago. Shout out. We got Chloe on there and Angel Johnson. Must be some sorors in the building, y'all. South side of Chicago. Inglewood's on. Desiree Clay. Check out, y'all. We'll be back. 1690 WBON.
Set it off, I suggest y'all set it off.